Okay, we need to hurry this up because Game of Thrones starts very soon, and we are very excited for today. Yep. So, all right, but we'll still try to give you the uh, same spiel here. You know how it goes. We and talk yep. about death. And murder and messed up things. Mm -hmm. Who went first so, last time? Uh, I don't even remember. Me. You did? Yeah. Oh. I think. So that <laughs> means you did the, al the alien cult. E e well, the Heaven's Gate. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess it was aliens. They thought that, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm, yep. Okay. So, okay. I'll go. Okay, so this week, well, last week when... Okay, bye. We Game of Thrones <laughs> is on. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, I'm excited for this. Yeah, me too. Last week, I'm not excited that it's only 30 minutes or whatever. What? 54. Oh, 54. Yeah, that's yeah. not long enough. But that's all the other seasons. Not long enough. Oh. Anyway. But the last, last week, few episodes anyway, are... Okay. Last week, um, my sister was here while we were doing this, and she suggested... That we did murders on holidays. Holiday oh, murders. I want to apologize for the audio last time. It yeah. It was funky yeah. because, well, I was sitting at a different angle. Yeah. So I think it was bouncing off, off that wall. wall. Yeah. yeah. And then into your mic. Right. Yeah, because it's I a was, brick wall. I was facing the wall. Yeah. And my sister, who was talking like I am right now, like in a normal... Uh huh. Did you go back um, and listen to it or yeah. something? Oh, yeah, I did. She too. was like talking like you normally would, but she yeah. you can't even hear her in it because yeah. and she's sitting right next to me. Yeah. And it, she was like a few feet from me, but like well, just the angle of the mic wouldn't pick up her voice. Right. So you couldn't even hear her. I have yours turned down a lot, though, because yours is a different input. So it yours is very sensitive compared to mine. Yeah. So, so we learned our lesson. Yeah. yeah. We'll do better. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't touch it, though, from the other weeks. I left it. This is my... This has been working. It drives me insane. Anyways, let's go back to the stories. Okay. Um, so, holiday murders. Right. Um, I think we both ended up doing Christmas because a lot of murders apparently happen on Christmas. You know why? Because all the fucking stress of going everywhere and I buying mean, stupid presents. I mean, every time I go to Walmart around Christmas, I want to kill at least uh, three people. Oh, I want to every time I go there um, anyway. But so really, can we blame these people? Uh. I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We can blame them. Uh, but I read that it actually it's really common because it's typically like estranged family members who uh, yeah. have been separated from the family. They like go <laughs> through... That's what happens to me. Yeah, they go yeah. through you know, severe. My story, not me. In oh real my god, life. what? <laughs> um, yeah, and also <coughs> my sinuses are clogged up, so I sound like this. It's um, some damn largies. Yeah. All right, so I'm doing the Lawson family Christmas murderers. Oh. All right, so the Lawson family. Um, they were tobacco farmers who lived on a tobacco farm in no German. Shit. Shut up. In <laughs> Germantown, North Carolina. Um, in the, I'm going to say the early. Are you putting that on the floor? What? Are you putting that coffee in the floor? I'm setting it down for just two seconds. Okay. I but I didn't want to set it on the table because an open container by my laptop 
freaks me out. All right, well, open container with two dogs running around also freaks yeah. me out. Oh, okay. Well, it's not staying there. It's being picked up right now. Okay. Um, so this happened in the early 1900s. Um, yeah. So Germantown, <clears throat> North Carolina. In 1911, the patriarch of this family, 25-year-old Charlie Lawson, um, he married a 19-year-old woman um, named Fanny. And over the 18 years that they were married, they had eight children. However, Charlie and Fanny, <laughs> they lost one child um, in 1920 due to um, a very uncommon illness, apparently. Um, and that was hard for them, I'm sure. So they were left with their seven children. Um, and in 1929, the year that the murders took place, the seven Lawson children were as follows. Marie, 17. Arthur, 16. Carrie, 12. Maybell, 7. James, 4. Raymond, 2. And Mary Lou, 4 months. Have you ever heard more white names in your life? <laughs> um, and then uh, Fanny... The mom, wife, was 37, and Charlie Lawson was um, 43 at this time. So um, you can Her go name was Fanny? Fanny, yeah. Uh, like, you hit me in my fanny. Take a load off Fanny. Uh. Um, <laughs> you can go online. Okay, so if you're a person that sits around and listens to podcasts and you'd like to look up pictures about what the people are talking about, like I do. Um, there is one photograph, and I will get into it, about the are you looking up the picture right now? Yeah, I'm <laughs> one of those people that just sit around, listen to a podcast, and look up um, photos. So the Lawson family, I'm going to talk about it in a second, but there is one picture of them. Um, and like I just stated, the mom and dad are 43 and 37, and holy cow, they do not look like it. They look like they're like, it's like 50. And the mother in it actually looks a lot like my mom. It's kind of weird, but my mom's also like 60-something, so. Are you looking at it? Yeah. Um, it's just like them standing there, yeah. like a portrait. Black and white, yep. Yeah. Um, it's funny how I was saying it, but I don't know why, but one of these guys actually reminds me of that line out of Holes. The duck may swim in the lake. But my daddy owns oh, the lake. I like. I was just saying it, but this guy actually kind of looks like that one guy in that movie. The dad? Yeah, I think he kind of does. Maybe I'm I crazy. I high. Yeah, um, okay. All right, so <coughs> speaking of this portrait, um, two weeks before Christmas in 1929, Charlie Lawson took his family into town and bought them each new clothes and got a family portrait taken Oh, is that the family portrait? The family, yeah. Ah. Um, so back in this day, um, getting a portrait taken was mm -hmm. really rare, for especially for working class families um, and farming families because it was so expensive. I was going to say, because cameras weren't that right. old at that time. Right. They um, were probably those ones that like took up a freaking room, mm -hmm. too. And yeah. they had to like get under the curtain. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was really expensive, so it was a very un uncommon occurrence for someone to get a portrait. Right. Really only rich people could afford it. Um, 
So for him to take them into town. But his daddy owns the lake. No, he didn't. Pay for um, the portrait and for nine, you know, new outfits for his children and his wife and himself. Um, That I mean, he shelled out a lot of cash that day, I'm sure. Um, But, I mean, farmers today make a lot of money if they're good at it. So, um, you know, maybe he was better off than what was, like, portrayed. Right. Um, So we don't really know. But they were pretty... I mean, you see pictures of their house. It's, like, pretty dilapidated, so they couldn't have been that well off. It was decapitated? Dilapidated. <laughs> That's the right word, right? I don't know. I didn't, I've never heard that word before. Oh. D- dilapidated. I don't know. It was crappy. Um, all right. <coughs> God. I need some NyQuil or something. Um, all right. So... Few weeks have gone by. It's Christmas Day, 1929. The Great Depression is happening. Banks are kind of in trouble. We're on this tobacco farm. Um, so that day on Christmas, the family spent time together as Fanny um, had baked a Christmas cake. She made a Christmas cake. Mm. I'm sure it had no flavor. Um, and she topped it with raisins. That's important to remember. The oldest son, Arthur, who was uh, 16, he was sent into town to get shotgun shells so that he could hunt for rabbits later that day. So he had left. Um, And coincidentally, he was the only Lawson family member that survived the murders. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's actually a pretty good-looking kid, if you see in What? (laughs) If you see (laughs) in those portraits, um, or in that portrait of the family. He's not a bad looking, like, you know, kid for the 17, or what year are we in? 1900s. Yeah. He's 16, you freak. (laughs) You're the one who thinks a boy's cute. He's cute, not attractive. Well, I don't know. Okay, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Digging. Look at the picture. You'll agree. Um, So, yeah, he was the only one that survived. Um, So... While he was out getting those shotgun shells, Charlie Lawson began his family massacre. Um, his two middle daughters, Carrie and Maybell, um, they were leaving the family house to walk to, they were going to walk to their uncle and aunt's house down the road to go see them. And I think to go play with their cousins. Um, and as they were leaving the house, Charlie shot them with a 12-gauge shotgun. And to ensure that they were dead, he then bludgeoned them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and then he dragged their dead bodies um, into the tobacco barn and continued with his rampage. Um, from the barn, he walked up to his house where Fanny was on the porch. Um, his wife, Fanny, was on the porch. He shot and killed her. Um, and when Jesus. This, yeah, and when this happened, uh, Marie, the oldest child, she saw it, and she screamed, obviously, because, I mean, what else are you going to do? Right. Um, and when she screamed, the two youngest boys, James and Raymond, who were, what, four and two, um, they ran to find hiding spots in the house. Man, yeah. those poor little kids. I know, I know. Um, so Charlie, the dad, entered the farmhouse. He shot and killed his 17-year-old daughter. 
the fuck? Um, he found his two sons hiding. I think one of them was like under the, um, the wood stove or something. Yeah. It was they were hiding somewhere and he found them, got them out, shot them, killed under them. the wood stove. It, they were so uh, he, one of them was it's somewhere. W- I was gonna say it's winter and that's gotta be. Well, it's North Carolina too. And it's, it's cold there. Is it? Yeah. Mm. I mean, cold enough to need a heat a heater. I mean, it's warmer than it would be here. But well, I don't know. He hid yeah. somewhere. He was found, shot, killed. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is the part that gets me. Um, after he killed them, he then bludgeoned his four-year or four-month-old daughter. Oh my God. Mary Lou. Yeah. Little what baby. a disgusting man. Yeah, she, in the family portrait, the mom's holding her. Right. Oh, okay. Um, I think I saw the picture actually pulled she's up. She's a sweet little baby. Um, he, she died of a fractured skull. Oh. Yeah. Well, um, it doesn't take that much for a little four-month-old. Right, it's not even, um, it kind of technically is fractured. Yeah. So. In a way. Bludgeoned her, then laid her down in her crib. Um, what the hell? Yeah. So when Arthur, the oldest son, returned home from um, running his errand, he found his dead family members uh, lying on their backs with their hands crossed over their chests and rocks placed under their heads. What the heck? Yeah. So he was like, oh, my God, this is weird. He ran into town. Yeah. He ran back into town to get people to, like, come out to the house with him. Mm-hmm. Um. So within a few hours of Arthur running into town, a lot of people had gathered at the house. And while there were numerous people standing around the house, inside the house, um, they all heard a gunshot go off in the woods. So Arthur and a police officer who was there ran into the woods towards the direction of the gunshot sound, where they found Charlie Lawson dead. Coward. Yeah, dead from a single gunshot wound to the head with letters next to him that he had written to his parents. Mm. Um, in the letters, he didn't explain. Yeah. That's my dog. Yeah, I think your sister's here again. Yeah. For Game s- of Thrones night. My sister's here to watch Game of Thrones because she doesn't have internet. Um, so, yeah. yeah. That's her. But. It should be open. I unlocked yeah. it. You witnessed it. Yeah. Uh, had to pause it for a second. So. I thought I unlocked the door. I didn't. Yeah. Whoops. Okay. So, anyways. <laughs> uh, um. Excuse you. Excuse me. Whoops. Uh, okay. So the letters that were found next to him, written to his parents, they didn't explain anything as to why he did what he did. They were just basically him saying like. Goodbye. Love you guys. Mm. Bye. Um, so, something that's kind of really eerie is that Arthur and the police officer, they found footprints, like, going around in circles around a tree. Like, they were visibly worn Whoa. into the ground, um, which indicated that Charlie had been contemplating on what to do for right. a while. Yeah. Um, he was just pacing for hours. Well, he just fucked up his family. Yeah. Um, I mean, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Pacing sounds like a good option. Um, 
So after the mass funeral that they had, um, Char- this is this is messed up. Charlie's brother Marion, um, <laughs> another holes reference. I don't remember Marion. Mar- yeah, when uh, they find out that uh, John Voight's real name's Marion. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. I thought yeah, that right, was right. a woman's y- name. Yeah, yes, that's right. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. I did forget about that. Yeah. So, um, Charlie's brother Marion opened the house as a tourist attraction. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I guess he was like, better make some money off of this oh while I can. Oh my gosh. But I think what was happening was that so many people were like breaking into the house to take stuff mm-hmm. as like keepsakes. Um, that he was like, well, people are either going to break in and steal stuff or I can open it and charge people to go in. Oh. Huh. Um, so I think, I think that's what happened. Um. I did take a pic. I looked at a picture of that house, and it looked like it was about to fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. It was pretty bad. Um. So, uh, the Christmas cake that Fanny made, um, it sat on the table still. Like they just left it as part of the, uh, like attraction, mm-hmm. the house tour. They left it out. Didn't it get mold and stuff on it? Uh, no, I guess not for. A a while at least um but people were like stealing raisins off of the top of it to keep well to like keep as like souvenirs from the house yeah um they would like take them and like put them in a little like i don't know i i heard this story about one person had gone through and they took a raisin off and they like put it in a little glass case um but people kept stealing the raisins off of it, so they had to put a glass, um, like, cake cover over it to preserve it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was never an explanation found as to why Charlie murdered his entire family. Um, but it was reported that months before the murders, he had suffered a head injury, and that had caused him to commit the crime. Um, but after he was dead, an autopsy was performed on him, and um, no abnormalities were found in his brain. But if he shot himself in the brain, yeah, there's nothing left know? to examine. Yeah, um, or at least not a lot. Le- yeah, not right. a lot left. Um, which that is like a common occurrence. Um, I know, like Richard Ramirez. Uh, God, who else? There are so many so many serial killers who have suffered head injuries mm-hmm. um, as children. Obviously, he wasn't a child, but right. head injury, murder, there's a correlation yeah. there, I think. Um, but another thing um, that I thought was pretty messed up, in 1990, a book about the murders was published, um, and it stated in it that a cousin of the Lawson children, um, Stella Lawson Bowles, said that she had overheard some of the Lawson women at the funeral talk about um, Fanny confiding in them that she had just found out about an incestuous relationship between Charlie and 17-year-old Mary right before Christmas. Yeah. Um, So apparently, uh, during a sleepover that Marie was having with her friend Ella May, um, right before Christmas, like a few weeks before Christmas, she told um, her friend that she was pregnant with Charlie's baby and that both her mother and her father, Charlie, um, knew knew that she was pregnant 
they both knew. Um, and Charlie said that if she told anyone, there would be some killing done. Quote. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So she might have been pregnant with his kid. He snapped, killed them all. So no one would find out. Um, Incestuous. Also goes with the uh, Game of Thrones theme tonight. The murder. Yeah, that too. Um, and family murder. Uh, you know, it all just fits. Everything can be related to Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Arthur Lawson, the cute 16-year-old, um, he passed away in 1945 um, in a motorcycle accident. Wow. Uh, so he wasn't very old. Yeah. Um, but he left behind a wife and four children, so, hmm. I mean, he went on to live yeah. his life. What, what year was that? What did he die? 45. Oh. And he would have been born in, oh, God, math, 29 minus 16 mm-hmm. is 1913. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> your thought process, I was just letting you work that one out. 1913, and he died in 45, so it's 13 minus 45. <laughs> 32. So he was 32 years old. <laughs> he was 32 when he died. Yeah. So he was really young. Yeah. I think that's right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not very good at math. I wasn't paying attention um, to the numbers. So, yeah, he was young. Um, the Lawson Family Christmas Massacre has inspired 10 songs, two books, and a film. Um, and I tried looking up some lyrics to some of the songs, and I could only really find, like, a few. And one that I found is by a woman named Sharon Needles. And some of the lyrics are, I have no idea what the melody is, but the lyrics are, his name was Charlie Lawson, and he had a loving wife, but we'll never know what caused him to take his family's la a <laughs> Um That's actually in there. There's, like, hyphens. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they say he killed his wife the first. Lies. He killed his two daughters. And the little ones did cry. Please, Papa, won't you spare our lives? For it is so hard to die. Which is kind of messed up. But I came up with my own song. And since it is a Christmas murder, it is to the tune of Oh Christmas Tree. And it goes, Oh, Charlie, oh, Charlie, why did you kill your family? Oh, my God. That's all I got. <laughs> it's a work in progress. And that is the Lawson Family Christmas Murders. Alrighty. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay. Yeah, we need to hurry this one up because Game of Thrones is soon. So, anyways, so this happened on Christmas Eve. Um, God, copy. Er, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> I was calling you a copier. Oh, but the face oh, you just oh. gave me was uh, 2008. So this one's actually fairly newish. Um, so this is the uh, the Ortega family, and it happened in Covina, California. So it's called the Covina Massacre. Um, it's about 22 miles east of LA, and so the uh, on Christmas Eve, apparently they were playing like board games or something. And, uh, you know, family was there and um, they heard a knock on the door and it was from Santa. There was the eight year old. Santa's not real. Yeah. The eight year old, there was an eight year old daughter 
who ran to the door because she thought, you know, Santa's here on Christmas Eve. And it turns out um, it was Bruce. So Bruce, um, he was, what? Nothing. Oh. So. Um, I just imagine them opening the door and it's the shark from Finding Nemo going, hello, oh. name's <laughs> Bruce. And so he apparently shot this girl in the face. Um, oh but it like it actually kind of got the side of her jaw. Oh, um, okay. So like she was obviously injured, but it wasn't life threatening. But um, how could you do that to a little eight year old girl? That's yeah. Horrible. So um, obviously, so the neighbors heard this immediately um, and they called the police. And uh, like from the call. Uh, it was, and I quote, come immediately, they're burning down someone's house. Oh. The calls kept coming in, and they said they, they could not be heard um, from shooting, or sorry, they could be heard shooting coming from the house. Did Wait. I say that wrong? Yeah. I said that wrong. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Shooting could be heard from y- the house. Yes, 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 yes. I realized well, get that. it eventually. No one knows y- English is y- your second language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, so um, one lieutenant said, um, he also said, so when he arrived, um, he, it was described as an apocalyptic like kind of thing that would like happen, you know, like the end of the world because the yeah, house is burning. And then, yeah. Thing. Well, okay. <laughs> English is your first language, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> the house was on fire. <clears throat> so that apocalyptic? That's like. Houses yeah. catch on fire. Yeah, but I mean, could you imagine seeing this house caught on fire and then you find these bodies like burning inside of it and then you're getting calls that somebody's shooting inside the house. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. You know. So, uh, Leticia, I think, or Leticia, Leticia, Leticia. Is it an S or a C? C. Sha. Sha? Leticia. Uh, okay. Her husband and eight-year-old daughter were uh, the only ones to escape, and they made it to a neighbor's house. Um, and then shortly after, they had to head to the hospital, obviously, because the eight-year-old daughter that survived is the one that was shot. Um, police uh, believe that he uh, he like shot a lot of these people at point blank. Um, <clears throat> Monster. Right. Uh, so then the car leaving the house, um, they, the neighbors put out an APB. I had to look this one up. It's called an, it's an all points bulletin. I had no idea what it was. Um, am I stupid for not knowing this or? Yeah. uh, I had no idea. I've never even heard of that. You never watched a cop show in your life? I guess not. I didn't watch cops. Kristen keeps whispering, or Sons of Anarchy. Oh, I've never oh, watched Sons of Anarchy. Well, I didn't Anarchy, watch Sons so. of Anarchy. So. Apparently, that's the thing. Yeah, oh, okay. Well. Uh, so the bodies uh, were scorched, and they were beyond recognition. Uh, that they, couldn't, they had to be identified by their dental records. Mm. Uh, so most of them were the... Uh, I'll get into it later. They were the family of this... Bruce guy. The shark. Yeah, the shark. Uh, Later, they found out uh, that these were the Ortega family members, and there were a total of nine dead. Oh, my God. Um, 
So, uh, so Brad, uh, I think I spelled it. Yeah, Brad Prada. He came home and that night, and he found Bruce laying in a pool of blood in his house. So Brad is Bruce's brother. So after this, obviously, obviously Brad went home, and then he found his brother laying in his house dead. Um, so they found a single shot uh, from a nine millimeter handgun um, in his head. So apparently, he shot himself in the mouth. Mm. Um, they said that there was so there's one there was one handgun in his lap, then one on the floor next to him. Um, and then there was one bullet up in the ceiling too. So they were thinking there might have been a second person there, oh. but turns out they think that it was just himself. Like mm. somehow there's two. I have no idea. Mm. One in his brain, one, one in his head. Yeah, one in his head, one in the ceiling. So I wonder if he like contemplated, and then pulled the trigger but moved back. I I don't know. Or and shot the ceiling and then shot himself. Couldn't it have gone through his head into the ceiling? But they found it in his head. Oh. He oh, had I one see. in his head and one in the ceiling. I see. I thought it yeah. just went through his head. Into right. The yeah, that would make sense, but yeah. Yeah, probably. He probably took it out. Right. Yeah. So <coughs> so then... Um, that was insensitive. He probably got scared. Yeah, that's... A, yeah. Uh, so then... Um, they Police actually didn't know at this time. So then Bruce... Uh, sorry, Brad called his called the police and said hey you know my brother's here dead so brad had no idea um and police at this time still actually didn't even know the two were actually related yet because mm-hmm. they're, they're just figuring out who these people are mm-hmm. and then they have this guy i think it was like 50 miles away was where his brother lives oh. so yeah so like this didn't just happen like two miles away and yeah. so like they're, they're they don't really know yet Sorry, well, I have to ask. What? Was he still in the Santa outfit when he killed himself? No. Oh, we'll okay. get into that later. Okay. Um, so then they um, they found out, so they started to dig into his past, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they found out that his divorce was finalized on December 18th of 2008. Merry Christmas. So, yeah, just a few, you know, days or a little more than a few days, whatever. A week before. So uh, seven days. Yeah. <laughs> so they. Oh, that is a. That's exactly a week. So they found out that. Um. Um. Oh, what's her name? Sylvia Ortiz, who was killed. Her uh, maiden name was Ortega, which was the family that was massacred. Oh. So then they put the pieces together now. And they figured out, you know. She wouldn't mm. have to change her monograms. Why? Because they both start with O. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. I guess I I guess I didn't. <laughs> so I'm having an off day. Stephanie k- was killed. What's that? Sylvia. Sylvia. Sylvia was was killed. one of the nine. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they found that all the people were shot at least once with a nine millimeter handgun. Um, and then they were obviously burned in the fire, too. Um, police interviewed Leticia on Christmas Day. And um, so she was able to finally identify the shooter as her sister's ex-husband mm-hmm. also, which confirmed it. But 
I mean, after kind of hearing, putting the pieces together kind of sounds obvious too as well. Um, and then, so they search Brad's car, or I'm sorry, they search Bruce's car near Brad's house. And this was the same car that was described by neighbors. So inside the vehicle, police found the Santa suit, uh, thousands of rounds of ammunition. And thousands? Yeah. And the car had been booby-trapped to explode once the Santa suit was removed. Um, the him and Santa. Nah. Well, yeah, I don't know. But the, the booby trap was actually, or I'm sorry, so the car actually exploded, um, but no one was injured. I, I imagine they got a bomb squad or something, if they figured it out, but not sure. Uh, then, like I said, they, th- they don't think that there was a second shooter. Um, Do you think he was on the naughty list that year? Uh, yeah, he probably was. I would say so. And he uh, he had third-degree burns on his hands and arms because there was open flames inside the house. Uh, wh- they think it was the fireplaces that caused it because after he shot everybody, he had a makeshift or homemade flamethrower, and he, it was filled with, like, race gas. And he sprayed it all over the place and obviously oh, yeah. so they think that the oh, an open flame or something caught um you know caught on fire and then caught him on fire i think i remember reading this part correct me if i'm wrong he wrapped it in a box like a present yeah 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 flamethrower uh-huh yep oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah yeah so that was what he brought to the house That's whatever quentin he, yeah tarantino shit yeah that does sound like a quentin tarantino thing um and he also had uh, $17,000 in cash clinging wrapped on his legs inside a girdle. So, what? yeah, and so they think, they don't think that he was actually planning to kill himself because, so this is where it kind of got weird because I saw, they said that they, so there was a rental car um, parked right outside of his ex-wife's attorney's house. And it was a, it was a rental, I said a rental car. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was filled with a map um, and it had a computer, clothes, water, food. And um, so it was right outside his house. So they think that he was actually going to go kill him, take that rental car and book it out of there. Hmm. So they're not sure. He was going to kill the attorney? Yeah. Oh, he's just doing his job. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. And so his divor- part of his divorce, uh, he was required to pay seventeen one thousand seven hundred eighty five a month in spousal support. Um, but then it was waived because he got fired from his job from fraudulently billing his clients for hours he didn't actually work. <coughs> he sounds like a mess. And then on uh, Christmas um, Eve. Oh, wait. Never mind. We already talked about that. That was in my notes, but never mind. Weird. Yeah. The flamethrower. Yes. So, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that was it. So. Insane. Oh, and it's but over? Uh, yeah, but then oh. in, uh, in pop culture, so. It, Polystyrene? I don't know. Yeah. 
the lead singer uh, recorded a song called Black Christmas. It was in 2010 that um, makes references to this. And then Boombox Poets recorded a song in 2010 called Santa Syndrome that it's it also um, mm. makes references to it. Uh, so I think I remember this movie, Silent Night, two, 2012. Uh, I didn't know, but it has a character who wore Santa suit using a homemade flamethrower to attack a Christmas party attended by his ex-wife. But I don't remember. Oh, I, I don't. Up. I don't, I never saw the movie, but I feel like I've seen I'm the, check it out. I've I seen the, uh, like the movie poster. No, not the song by the Celtic women group. Oh. Um, yeah, the, f- the front of it is Santa with a flamethrower. Really? The, um, yeah, like the movie. Huh. Front of it. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like I knew this. How the tasteless. Movie. Yeah. That's about as tasteless as doing a podcast about murders. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Jamie King's in it. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. So then I had uh, another story, you know, last I said last week. Yeah. So uh, I found more on it. Um, so this dude. Okay. So this kid, his name is Timothy Pitson. Have you heard of this kid? Nope. He went missing in 2011. His mom checked him out of school. And then they reportedly went to uh, like water parks and she, she took him away. So then like she, she was taking him to like have fun pretty much. And then she was found in a hotel room a few days later. And she had a note that said, Timothy's safe. You'll never find him. What? Yeah. Um, and so obviously his dad doesn't know what the heck is going on. And then there was this, so this other guy, he's, his name is now Brian Rennie, 23, but they didn't know it at the time. He said that, so he came to police and said he had escaped a hotel from two men that had ca- that he was captured by. And he had been, you know, sexually abused, and he finally escaped. Well, so at the time, people thought, and he said he was Timothy Pitson. So police are, you know, we finally found this dude. Oh, my gosh. Well, turns out he was lying. Yeah, and DNA test. Yeah, DNA test proved that that it was false. He was false. So now he's in trouble with the FBI. What a fucking idiot. But... Yeah, but at the time that I was going to tell you, that didn't come out. Like, so we thought he was actually, like, found. But it's kind of weird how his mom would commit suicide, leave a note, and say how he's safe. And he's still actually, he's still out there somewhere, maybe. So just some possibly. kid came forward saying it was him and it wasn't? Yeah, right. What? That's but like some changeling stuff. Yeah, it's, it, I don't know, it's, it's weird. Like, I wonder if he was paid... Yeah, they they don't know. Like that's the weird thing. Like, was his mom, like, was she, you know, being held against her will or? Yeah. Hmm. You know, so it's a it's an interesting story. That is very strange. Right. So, anyways, 
that's another episode. Yay. Yeah, Game of Thrones time. What okay. should we do next week? Um, you know hmm. my boss? People that are held hostage. Hang on. Hold on. But get away? You know my boss follows us on this? No. Yeah. She told that. me the other day. I was like, oh, God, I hope she doesn't listen. Oh. <laughs> Wait, she follows us. That means she listens. Well, no, you can you can subscribe and not yeah. listen, right? You can, but why would you do that? Um, I don't know. Oh, because like the ones I'm subscribed hey to, Amy. like they they pop up. Um. Oh. Okay. Well. What do you say, hostages? I did have one in our little Google Doc of all of our potential. Uh, I I have them all uh -huh. here. Oh, you do. Yeah. I had um abducted and kept in a remote location for a long period of time oh there's there's quite a few of those you want to do that yeah okay okay next week the theme is abducted and kept in a remote location for a long period of time okay bye bye game of thrones all right dun, 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 dun.